Hello and welcome to the How Not to Screw Up Your Kids podcast, the bucket emptying episodes. So pour yourself a cuppa, find a comfy seat and enjoy the conversation. I'm your host, Dr. Mary Han, psychologist and parenting expert. And in this episode, oh, you're not going to want to miss this one. We're talking about whether we should be lying to our children about the tooth fairy and Father Christmas, the Easter bunny, all of the things, all of the tales that we tell our children. So let's just sort of tackle it in a broad perspective. I think children will often get to a certain stage. Remember, I don't focus on age. It's much more about stage where they will be in the playground at school and people will start to tell them their friends will start delighting and regaling them with stories that Father Christmas does not exist. There is no such thing as the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny simply does not exist. So this came as a listener question, but I wanted to sort of expand on it. And I think my view is if we just answer it as a straightforward question, if your child comes to you and asks you whether the Tooth Fairy is real, the Easter Bunny is real or Father Christmas is real. So they've asked you a direct question. It is my wholehearted belief that you need to answer truthfully. We have to be honest because we've got to think about the scenario where if we continue with a deceit when our children have directly asked us the question, then that calls to question so many other things when they eventually find out that Father Christmas isn't real, that the Tooth Fairy doesn't exist and the Easter Bunny. So that does call into a lot of questions. So I think when our children ask us a direct question, we need to give them a truthful answer. Now, wrapped up in that truthful answer, we have to accept that our child may be incredibly upset. They may be extremely angry at us for having lied to them. Do not be tempted to try and unravel and recreate a bit of a lie. It's really important that if we're going to be honest, that we should allow them to go through whatever feelings that they have. Some children won't react very much at all, but others will feel really desperately upset and distraught at the news. So we need to allow them to feel that. We need to acknowledge that I understand that you're angry with us because we've you feel that we've lied to you. We've told you the story that isn't true. So I think that that's an important thing to remember. I also think it's important to remember that when we talk about, particularly when it comes to Father Christmas, whilst Father Christmas himself doesn't exist, the spirit of generosity and kindness, gifts to others, is part of what Christmas embodies. So whilst there isn't a real Father Christmas that comes down the chimney and delivers presents, there is a spirit of that generosity that we keep going with and we talk about that we almost is represented through that notion of Father Christmas. Do not see that as an, you know, that you're sort of slightly buffing up the the lie. It is just simply stating there is no real Father Christmas, but there is a spirit around that process of generosity and kindness to others that we also want to instill. So if, you're, if your children ask you directly, answer honestly. Expect there to be a whole host of emotions around the discovery that that isn't the case and allow them to feel. Don't try and kind of create some other lie or some other narrative in order to make them feel better. And what there are some other things that I would just want to particularly touch upon. One thing is that sometimes children won't ask you the direct question because they actually know the answer, but they don't want that truth coming from you. And I think in those situations, talk, you know, still living within that spirit of it is absolutely fine. I've heard many stories of 11, 12, 13 year olds acting in accordance with belief 
when it's very clear that they, at that stage of development, they're unlikely to truly believe, but they don't want to let go of what that brings with it. Because what we have to remember, and this is one of the main reasons why the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny and Father Christmas work so well with children is that our children at a young age are very much wrapped in a creative, imaginative world. And so the Easter Bunny being something that hops around and delivers Easter eggs and Father Christmas coming down the chimney and we leave things out for them and the tooth fairy and the rituals and the ceremony that we have in terms of putting the tooth underneath the pillow are part of this you know, wonderful imagination that they have and creativity that comes with it and the stories that they tell around that. And so that's why it becomes such a really big part of children's lives and a big part of the kind of the narrative that they that they tell themselves and why it's why they're so easily drawn into it. And so whilst they're living in that creative imaginative place and don't want to ask us the question, don't want to seek that out, then I think that there is no issue in continuing that because it's part of this wonderful narrative around some very important festive periods. But what we have to also remember is when we're asked those direct questions that we're then sort of revealing the true aspect of it. And I think probably the last thing to sort of say is that when your children, if your children do react particularly emotionally and then follow that up with a conversation about why, why did you lie? You know, why did you keep saying that this was the case? I think it's about reconnecting with the stories. So reconnecting with the reason why those stories are told, because it's about using imagination. It's about creating this sort of world of kindness and thoughtfulness and 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 the narrative particularly around the tooth fairy in terms of you know mitigating and offsetting that what can sometimes feel painful or an unusual pathway to them losing their teeth is that there's this creation of this story about a tooth fairy that well you know whilst it may not be true wouldn't it be really wonderful that that there's an element of sort of taking something from you and and in exchange giving you something else so you know there's no reason when they do find out and they're really angry with us and things have calmed not in that big moment of emotion because obviously they're thinking with their emotional brain not their logical brain and we want to have that that conversation afterwards but we if they are angry with us and really like why have you continued to lie then we can have that conversation around why these stories are created why parents traditionally do these things and how that sort of how that sort of particularly plays out I think that's a really important thing but obviously when our children ask us outright we've been truthful so the only time that the anger will come in is why we lied and created the narrative in the first place. I hope you found that useful. As ever, if you have found this this episode and the other episodes that I share helpful, informative and make your life as a parent just that little bit easier, then I would be so grateful. It really literally takes only a few moments to rate, review and leave a little commentary about the podcast. That would be amazing and I'd be so grateful so that others can find us and we can spread the love. So until next time.